Om Namo Narayanaya. We're starting a new chapter today. It is called uh, Of Gains and Losses, Attendant Gains and Losses, and Doubts, as also of the different kinds of courtesans. So, a uh, little side note, I've said this in the previous two videos, I sat down recently and made four videos. Uh, reading the last chapter and then to what we're going to read today and then well I but the next video would be I uploaded them to YouTube and said it was uploaded and nothing they weren't there uh, I don't know what happened and I'd already deleted them from everything so I have read this before <laughs> I was really hoping to move on today to the next bit but such is life so I just want to give that warning to you. I think it's only fair because I have said previously that I've never read the Kama Sutra before. And that I don't even look forward. I really just kind of look at how much I might read in one sitting. But I don't really read that much. So I don't know what I'm getting into. It's all fresh. And and to not have this fresh just, just felt like I needed to, to clarify. It's just a purely trivial thing just for my own. <laughs> just for Just for what I feel. Anyways, here we go. Now, remember, this chapter is on courtesans. It sometimes happens that while gains are being sought for, or expected to be realized, losses only are the result of our efforts. The causes of these losses are weakness of intellect, excessive love, excessive pride, excessive self-conceit, excessive simplicity, excessive confidence, excessive anger, carelessness, recklessness, influence of evil genius, accidental circumstances. The results of these losses are expense incurred without any result, destruction of future good fortune, stoppage of gains about to be realized, loss of what is already obtained, acquisition of a sour temple, sorry, temper, becoming unamiable to everybody, injury to health, loss of hair, and other accidents. Now, gain is of three kinds. Gain of wealth, gain of religious merit, and gain of pleasure. And similarly, loss is of three kinds. Loss of wealth, loss of religious merit, and loss of pleasure. At the time when gains are sought for, if other gains come along with them, these are called attendant gains. When gain is uncertain, the doubt of it being a gain is called a simple doubt. When there is doubt whether either of two things will happen or not, it is called a mixed doubt. If while one thing is being done, two results take place, it is called a combination of two results. And if several results follow from the same action, it is called a combination of results on every side. We should now give examples of the above. As already stated, gain is of three kinds, and loss, which is opposed to gain, is also of three kinds. When by living with a great man, a courtesan acquires present wealth, and in addition to this becomes acquainted with other people, and thus obtains a chance of future fortune, and an accession of wealth, and becomes desirable to all, this is called a gain of wealth attendant by other gain. When by living with a man, a courtesan simply gets money, this is called a gain of wealth not attended by any other gain. When a courtesan receives money from other people besides her lover, the results are the chance of the loss of future good from her present lover, 
the chance of disaffection of a man securely attached to her, the hatred of all, and the chance of a union with some low person tending to destroy her future good, this gain is called a gain of wealth attended by losses. When a courtesan at her own expense, without, without any results in the shape of gain, has connection with a great man, or an avaricious minister, for the sake of diverting some misfortune, or removing some cause that may be threatening the destruction of a great gain, this loss is said to be a loss of wealth attended by gains of the future good which it may bring about. When a courtesan is kind, even at her own expense, to a man who is very stingy, or to a man proud of his looks, or to an ungrateful man skilled in gaining the hearts of others, without any good resulting from these connections to her in the end, this loss is called a loss of wealth, not attended by any gain. When a courtesan is kind to any such man as described above, but who in addition is a favorite of the king, and moreover cruel and powerful without any good result in the end, and with the chance of her being turned away at any moment, this loss is called a loss of wealth attended by other losses. In this way, gains and losses, and attendant gains and losses in religious merit and pleasures may become known the reader, and combinations of all of them may also be made. Thus ends the remarks on gains and losses and attendant gains and losses. We will pause here, make this up in the next chapter, sorry, in the next video. Um, little note, I, uh, paraphrasing what I can remember that I said in the other video. First, there are some Sanskrit terms I know that would be perfect. If this is written in Sanskrit, maybe it's written in something else. But I just see like this this phrase, this is said to be a loss of wealth attended by gains of the future good which it may bring about, is the worst title ever for a language that is very precise and has very precise words for everything. Because Sanskrit is a super precise language. Or it, it is, it can be remarkably precise. So these are absolutely probably bad translations into English of really wonderful words because <laughs> these are just not great phrases. Secondly, should notice I mention in here that you have gains and wealths of wealth, religious merit, and pleasure. This is the only time I've seen religious merit really mentioned in this book. Yes, the gods are talked about in an odd way that I don't quite get. Like when your husband goes away, you don't worship in them anymore. It's very weird. But here we have religious merit talked about in a book that actually doesn't seem to give a shit about religious merit. It strikes me so odd. So finally, losing religious merit is a bad thing in a book that doesn't care. This is very odd. The only time I have seen religion mentioned in this book outside of the gods is when it talks about ministers, but you basically use them. Like a minister is someone you hang out with when you want to invite someone to meet with you and it, you don't want it to be a weird situation. You don't want to be alone. You need a chaperone to make it look good. A minister is someone you turn to. But it's so interesting. Now they mention religious merit. It, it's just, it's it's so odd. I do wonder, the guy who wrote this book, he probably didn't have an editor. <laughs> I, I feel like there's so much contradiction in this book and so many things that just, just are really off. I don't know. That's my initial. That's that's my uh, uh, initial response to this. And even after reading it here a second time. So uh, we will continue this 
chapter in the next video, and actually the video after that, because it's a rather long chapter. So join me then. Thank you for joining me as always. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare.